Welcome to the podcast, Organized Mayhem. We're coming to you from 110 South 11th Street, which is the home of Mariah and the Rap Shack. And we are here to talk to you about all things Philadelphia restaurant business and everything in between. I'm Cammy here with my brother Scott and my friend John Lupa. There you go. Ready? All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Organized Mayhem. I am Cami, joined as always with my brother Scott and my dear friend John Lupa. Here we go. Where are you guys located right now? We're at 110 South 11th Street. And where can we're you find our podcast? Lupa, take it away. And then we're next door to 112 South 11th Street, yeah. which is the Rap Shack. Which is the Rap Shack. So always Maria and... The Rap Shack. And how are you doing, John Lupa? So today we have the most special guest, right? Like a lot of these guests, you know, before I do, but I know him before you do. So we are here with my friend Ozzy and he, I know him in a different context, right? I know him as everyone's favorite teacher at Shipley. Is that true? You're the favorite? I highly doubt that. (laughs) One of the favorites. And and he introduced my daughter to a Shakespeare. So, and she had to deliver a, both of my daughters, both of my daughters had to deliver a monologue. And if you're dealing with a middle school girl and having to get up on a stage and watching these kids transform from the beginning of the year to the end of the year under his teaching. It's a, it's a pretty wonderful thing. So without further ado, Ozzy, that we don't have to talk about your drama. Thank you so much for joining us. So this is a Philly podcast. We do talk about all things Philly. We love Philly. Don't worry about John Lupa, who's from Atlanta. We'll ignore him. But Ozzy, where are you from? Philly, West Philly, 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 born and raised Philly, in Philly. Yeah. So good. So we all get it. We're all Philly proud because I don't think people move from Philly. Well, yeah, I travel a lot, but I've only been to a couple places that made me go, oh, I could live here. Yeah. Every time I go somewhere after about like 10 days, I'm like, okay, I need to get back. <laughs> yeah, there's just a Philly vibe. Like it is what it is. There's a Philly vibe. I'm still in shock that you're. I wanted to say it before, you were a basketball coach? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. what? Don't I can, do that. I can imagine. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. Like, my, my, actually, my AU team got all the way to Nationals twice. Okay. Yeah. I trust you. I can see that. I mean, we got the you know, brakes beaten off us when we got there, but nonetheless. Luke over here thinks he can beat everybody in basketball, so I think you guys are going to play. Wait, who? Stop. Don't do that. Don't do that to you. See, again, underestimation. Listen, I love it. I got a whole pacemaker defibrillator, and you still don't want it. Well, (laughs) I can say that I can't play for for my life. (laughs) but So I I can't join you in that. But in terms of creating environments and setting the stage, you know, Scott has to set a stage, and Lupa has to set the stage for a fun night out, right? Like, so it is a place that – so you're, you know, you're somebody who the way that we've crossed paths is that I know you from in a different setting. I know you as an amazing teacher, but obviously you're a patron of Rap Shack Mariah. And like, what is it about those restaurants that you like that somebody who like likes to go into environments? Well, I could tell you, like, I, you know, I like to, I like to drink. I like my old fashions and all that. And I've always been a, like, a, again, it's the same thing. 
as we were talking about before, like I, uh, you know, I like to go where it feels good. If something doesn't feel, it's funny. It's funny because my, my parents, my mother, my mother's side of the family in particular was very much a part of the civil rights movement. Like, or like in some of those iconic photographs. Like, like she's actually in one of the photographs of college students sitting at Woolworth counters to get them. And we always joke because I'm like, dude, I couldn't have done it. And she always says, you know, well, why do you say that? And I'm like, because like, all I have to do is feel like somebody does not want me someplace. And I'm leaving. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, it's it. It's over. Like, tone of voice will make me not come someplace ever again. So, you know, the vibe was just always good. And I, and you can, as a director, you can tell that both of these places are directed. What I mean by that is I first started coming to Morea, which is where we are right now. For the music, you said. Yeah, because of the music, right? And the music choices were very, very good. The bartenders were cool and my drink of choice was made really well. And it's good. one of those like good to hear. You know, old fashions are one of those drinks that everybody doesn't necessarily make well. Yeah, leave me at leave That's me true. out. Leave me out. This freaking guy makes the worst old fashioned on earth. Him aside. Him aside. The, you know they were. Thank God he's not the bartender. Thank God, but sometimes he is. Yeah, that's my point. (laughs) So, but one of the things that was cool was it was a long time before I knew. Like I knew you, I knew that you were her brother, Mm -hmm. and I knew you owned this. Somebody had to like. It was a long time before I knew you owned both places. They're next door to each other. Yeah, but but they're very different vibes. That's next door to you too, right? Like you and the. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think that they're really different vibes, actually. That's that's my point. Definitely. And as a director, vibe is something that somebody leadership does. Like God doesn't happen by accident. Like people, I agree. People who don't understand the directorial process think that vibe just is magic, right? It just happens. But they're decisions that you make from casting to lighting to Music. what's on this screen right. to what's on that screen to yep. blah, 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 that force you, forces the public to go in different places. So, like, I didn't know, I had no idea that these two places were connected. That's and awesome. was coming here all the time. That's awesome. So, and and yeah, we talk about that a lot okay. about vibe. We talk a lot about vibe and about music. And, and it's so interesting that like you're putting it in that way because that's what that obviously is what you're creating when you're creating a production. You're looking at music, lighting, talent. And it you know, it's striking how similar you know the things that Scott and Loop and I talk about are to that. But doing this is theater, it's it what is it is. It's yeah. what it is. It's what it is. It's literally the same thing. Yeah. Wow. I love that. And so like, what other things that are you working on right now besides like outside of teaching that like you're really passionate about, like that are, are really exciting for you, exciting to you in your profession? I have a show called Child Support that um, just finished a run in Camden. Uh, we just did a run in Frenchtown in Jersey. It's like this little quaint 
town in Jersey yeah. and we're in like uh, Broadway negotiations for it right now. Oh, so that's what's it about? Child support, literally. Like the woman. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was about. Yeah. The woman who wrote it is her name is Desi uh, Shelton. And she wrote the show for two people about her sort of art dealing with the child support process. Uh, and it's it's crazy. Like it's in Camden, it's like an immersive show. So the block that we do it on, she turned the whole, like we turned the whole block into a Monopoly board. So like these huge Monopoly pieces that are all over the block and the theater is in her house in Camden. So it's like in a row home. So the audience, like it, the play starts with like the prom party for her daughter. So it's like chicken and wine and mm-hmm. food and music and the DJ outside. And then you go into the house. And so right now we're in the development process because it was like really successful there. And now we're framing it into a proscenium piece that can go into a regular theater. As so opposed ch- to like child support, as, as somebody who's divorced, you know, child support, and and because I'm divorced, obviously, I talk to other divorced women and men, and you know, it's it's a hot topic of pain for people. Either they are yeah. feeling that they're not getting enough child support, or they're paying too much, an unfair amount of child support, and you know, there's all kinds of issues that come up. Is this told primarily from a female perspective? Well, yes, but. She made a real effort in the writing to make sure she spoke her ex's opinion. Because <clears throat> what she didn't want the show to be was like a anti-man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she was really, she was really like when we worked on it, because I I've been working on it with her from like the blank page, like when she first started. And that was a big deal for her that it didn't turn into me using the stage to get my shit off on him. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. And, and I it, think we found a really good balance of people really like it. So now we're in. What's the, what's the genre? Is it, is it just, is it a drama? I mean, like, is there, is there humor in it? Is it sad? Oh, extremely funny. Oh, amazing. Yes. Awesome. Listen, if you can't laugh at the pain, you cry. Right? It is very, very funny. Yeah. Awesome. How long is it? Is there an inter- like? Is it a long play? No, no, no intermission. Hour fifteen. Nice. That's awesome. Like, bang, get right to it. You know. And how many? How is it a big cast? A small cast? Two, two people. Two people, a man and a woman, or or is it a no? Uh, her character playing her daughter. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's so cool, Ozzy. So there's that. I got a show going up in February sixth. At Passage Theater in Trenton. Okay. That is loosely based on the work of this rap group from the 80s called Poor Righteous Teachers. They're like one of the, some of the biggest musicians to come out of Trenton. Mm-hmm. And now at the 50-year anniversary of the invention of hip-hop, Trenton is throwing the kitchen sink at them. So they're getting like a day. They're getting a mural. How many people were in that group? Wise Intelligent, Culture Freedom, and Father Shy, who just died, God bless him. Three. So three people. And, and the show you... is called Ghetto Gods in Divine Land. Or were they or were any of the artists in that group involved in this production? 
Uh, only conversationally, like conversationally. you know, because we're all in our fifties now, right? So you can't play a twenty-year-old. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like wise is wise. I think is still making hip hop, okay. but culture actually. I think he just got a Michelin star. Like he cooks and has a catering business in Nashville. Nice. Nashville, um, wow. Yeah. See again so, with that crossover between the arts and restaurants. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. So I mean, they're involved in that. You know, we're in conversation, and I made music with them back in the day as well. So we've known each other for a long time. So, but they're not. They're not in it. You know is, there, I mean? is it a, is there music in the production? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of music in the production. A lot of it, yeah. And who and who wrote the story? Brad Rich and Anthony and Anthony. I'm sorry, dude. I totally forgot. Your oh, name. good. You're an artist. That's fine. <laughs> he actually just won. Anthony just won the ten thousand dollar emerging artist Barrymore Award in okay. Philly. Wow, so yeah. cool. And, and so when that you said February. That's going to be ready to roll. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like two really exciting projects that you're working on. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and I'm touring with Rennie Harris, who is a choreographer in Philly. I've been touring with him for years. So I feel like Luke and I are a little lazy yeah, compared to But look, dude, I make 60 grand at Chipley. If I didn't have other jobs, I'd yeah. freaking starve to death. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it sounds like you are. It sounds like you are busy, and and you're doing something that you love. And when you're doing something that you absolutely love, like obviously nothing is perfect. But when you have something that you're passionate about, and it doesn't feel like work, and you're using your talent, then you know the money eventually comes. I like to believe, you know, it's if you if you're if you're in the the right space where your talent, you know, can shine and. Well, it- in my life, I've found money comes and money goes. And the well, only, for sure, I found that. You know what I mean? And and what I personally found is the way you have to be to make sure that money is always coming is a way I personally don't want to be. Like me and my son were just having a conversation about this. Like money, I think, is like art. Like it's like um it's like anything else. Like one of my best friends is so good at money. You know what I mean? Like I went to college with him and he did a real estate deal. His name's Rob Brown. If you see this for something I do, he did the real estate deal for the extension on the Denver airport. Nice. Do you know what I mean? But he, when I met him at 17, like he was clear. I am not interested in family. I'm not particularly in love with children. I, you know what I mean? I'm going to make a lot of money. And because of that, he has. Do you know what I mean? Like, he made a lot of it when we were in college. And he's from, like, you know, Cleveland, like, a not necessarily, I don't, I don't even think he was middle class in Cleveland at the time, but he was just very, very clear that that's what he wanted. And, of course, you know, I mean, I'd love to make a lot of money, but I don't want to be the way I would have to be to make sure that money is constantly at that thing is just not how I want to, as a person, feel every day. So life is about give and take, right? So there is always something that, you know, that you have to balance in life. And, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, the restaurant business, it's really hard to balance your personal life when you're in the restaurant business. Everybody I know in the restaurant business, it's like they... It's like 16-hour days all the time. 
Yeah. And it's also like in a time where people are not, when our people are not working, right? So it's like Saturday nights are your biggest night. So, you know, the time that you would be spending with a significant other, but the arts are going to be like that too. I mean, most people go see a show on an evening on a weekend or during the day on a weekend. And, and, you know, you, you've got a lot of things that are going on. It really is hard to have that balance for any of us and, and to know when enough is enough and to be happy with what we have, but all really, you know, important lessons. And, and if you can do something that you love and sustain your lifestyle to the way you want to sustain your lifestyle, I think that's as rich as you could possibly be. Listen, after two years, when I had this thing. And for those who were just listening, right. he's pointing to his heart because he had an op- open heart surgery. So, you know, yeah, for sure. I'm happy to be here. I'm not complaining. <laughs> okay. And so besides your old fashions that you love at the Rap Shack, what else do you love about the Rap Shack? Because I know that you're there often. No, just everybody's cool. Like, I, I mean, usually... I sit outside usually. Uh, yeah, he, even in the winter time, it could be raining. He's outside. He keeps right. it. I love it. That's all I got. You know what I mean? Like I get, I get like, and a lot of times I have to do like business on these things. Yeah. And uh, I don't like doing business in my house. So a lot of times, you know, come and drink, say what's up to everybody, and then sit outside and work and work. Yeah. And I wondered, like, do you get any creative inspiration by just being around people, just like in general, like watching oh, people, oh, studying 100%. people? hundred mm-hmm. percent. Because as a director, you gotta, you you have to get good at seeing human interaction, right? Like, she doesn't like him, right? And the way you can see she doesn't like him is the way she's sitting, so that when I'm in a rehearsal and I gotta get the actors to execute. Oh, you don't like him. I can refer to something I saw in the world. That's so cool. So it's like that. So it's like that's that. so cool. So we'll have to next time we see something, we'll have to say like, oh, I wonder if you picked up that behavior from yeah, the rap like maybe a couple fighting. Yeah. Like in order to direct and to teach, like you gotta pay attention more than you talk. If that makes sense. Sure, like of course. Like, it's- you got to listen and pay attention to what's happening around you more than that. I say to my kids, you've got two ears and one mouth, so listen twice as much as you talk. Yeah, 100%. That's excellently said. And, so, and that ends up in the rehearsal room. Amazing. I love it. I really love it, Ozzy. And I think, like, that is, you know, somebody who's, like, picking up all the great things, you know, in life, like – it seems like you're very present where you are. Like when you're with your students, you're very present with your students. When you're a patron at the Rap Shack or Maria, like you're present there, you're having a good time, enjoying life. And when you're working on a play, it sounds like you love that too. So, you know, really that's a, a good lesson for anybody, like to derive happiness by being happy where you are. Well, yeah, like, look, I mean, I always tell my students to my <laughs> children, you know, like life can suck. Like, it can get hard and awful fast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So. I know that. You know what I mean? It's, it's been my experience. Like, it can Mine get. Too. It can get like, oh, wow, this sucks out of nowhere. So, you know, you can't, at least I don't feel like you can be walking around leaning into things being bad before they are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just enjoy the people you're around. It's like, you know, because I have a daughter and I always tell her, like, 
if you're with a guy and you know they're arguing all the time, like yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like it's a it's a it's a cliche, but you know most cliches work because they make sense, right? And like like leave places that make you feel bad and go places that make you feel good. And Ozzy, you know, John, and Scott, I think all three yeah. And it's going to. 100%. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I mean, for all three of you, Ozzy, John, and Scott, you know, I feel like, yes, life, it, it doesn't it doesn't discriminate. It deals with all really tough times. But, you know, when you're in an environment that lifts you up and you've created that environment for people to be an environment that lifts you up, you've done an amazing service. And I appreciate your time, Ozzy. I appreciate what you, you know, what you've done for my own children personally. And, you know, the conversation. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I've got two. One's a little sweet. I don't know. I've got two. But um, I love them both. I know the best. Brooke, yes. Yeah, Brooke. Well, Brooke's great. Listen, they're, they're you know, she's Has a senior now. Has she been to go to school yet? Um, she's dying to go to UT Austin. So we'll see what happens. She hasn't okay. gotten in yet. But, I you know. Her, I do not want her to go to Miami. Was it no, Miami? she's not. I didn't even let her apply. Yeah, good. Didn't even let her apply. But I, I think that, you know, having having her go when she was in middle school, you know, middle school, you know, in terms of like, I, I admire the fact that you liked teaching that age because I found parenting that age one of the biggest challenges, you know, as a mom to watch your kid all of a sudden go from this like free spirited kid to like more self-conscious. Right. And then to have right. be able to see them in your classroom, like, be, you know, get up in front of someone and, you know, it's really amazing. Really appreciate that. And, you know, I think all, all of you create environments for people to leave their worries behind and, and let go of some of the challenges that we have in life, you know, through either the arts or our, a restaurant that we like going to. And, you know, really impressive, all three of you. So thank you so much for the interview. I mean, I really, this went by like this. Like, I am so, I want to like, we talk to you another time and talk about basketball we could talk about <laughs> other things that you love but one-on-one i can't wait to see this one he don't want that no way if only he knew he no just way. he just got to give me a couple more of these what's what's this devil drink you just gave yeah, me? yeah it's uh Yes, What's it called? Yeah. Top dog cocktail? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we did last week we did a, a cocktail with them. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Go <laughs> that easy. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. Good stuff. Twitter, X, Facebook, and Organized Mayhem Podcast. Ozzy this week. Yeah. Scott. Anything? Happy us at Morea, yeah. 110 South 11th Street or Rap Shack, 112 South 11th Street. Yeah. And I only talked about the drinks, but the food here is fantastic. Thank it you. is fantastic. What's your favorite yeah. thing on the menu? It's been a while since I ate here. I was just about to I say, had, what, he, what has he eaten? I had the lamb thing. There was, the you had like dog. a lamb. lamb no, no, no. In lamb here. Chops. Lamb, lamb chops. chops. The lamb chops. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. Right. The food is so good. Was delicious. The food's good. And so, and there's two plays to catch Ozzy in. One is called Child Support, and the second one, what was it called with the the Ghetto Gods in Divine Land at Passage Theater. Amazing. Amazing. And and I really want to see Child Support as somebody who's like interested in that kind of stuff. So, best of luck to you to all of those endeavors. Very funny. Yeah, dying to see it. That's awesome. Everybody, is there anything else you want to plug before we hang up, before we stop? Nah, I want to plug this basketball game between Lupa and Ozzy. This could be amazing. First of all, I, I love Lupa too much to watch him embarrass yeah, himself. We'll for you. 
Why yeah. why are y'all bullying? Yeah. <laughs> I love being underestimated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so now you guys enjoy the night. Everybody treat Ozzy well. Right? And have a great time. And it was great talking, talking to you. Talking. Talk Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today for Organized Mayhem Podcast. Check us out on YouTube, X, our website, rapshackpa.com, and for updates. Thanks again, and welcome to the Mayhem.